the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plumb Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H dot com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. On the broadcast today, I'll discuss Halloween from a biblical worldview with my guest, Eric Barger. Stay tuned for that and reach out to me anytime at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at integritycounselinggroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. 760-283-7000. Support for The Plum Line is provided by these fine business sponsors, Abundant Life Landscape, your irrigation repair specialist. Call them at 619-277-2410. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc. Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. When it comes to education for your student, Northwest Christian School believes that trusted truth transforms. With that in mind, they developed their fully online Christian school, NCS Online, for your kindergarten through ninth grade student. NCS Online curriculum has been developed in-house by experienced Christian educators and is infused with a biblical worldview. NCS Online provides a rigorous, affordable, customizable online education in an established Christian community and culture. Visit ncsonline.org to learn more or contact their admissions team at 602-978-5134. On today's edition of The Plum Line, I am excited to be joined once again by Eric Barger. Eric is the founder of Take a Stand Ministries. You can find him at the website ericbarger.com. Eric is E-R-I-C and then B-A-R-G-E-R, ericbarger.com. We're going to talk about Halloween today, appropriate timing for that. And we'll do that, of course, from a biblical worldview as we tackle different topics and issues from a biblical worldview each and every day on the Plumb Line. And uh, welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you back on, Eric. Very much my pleasure, Jay. Thank you. Well, I want to begin here right off the bat because I know, and I'm sure you do too, that there are going to be people tuning in here who may have, oh, you know, we may even upset some. That's not our goal, certainly. And I want to state right off uh, at the get-go here, the goal of the plumb line, as I said, is to look at every issue and topic from a scriptural perspective, a biblical worldview, as we call it. And so we're going to be dealing with something that I believe when we come to this with biblical discernment, Halloween is not something to celebrate, at least not the way the world celebrates it, certainly. 
We'll get more into that very deeply here over the course of the next couple of broadcasts. But I also need to state that if you go ahead and choose to celebrate Halloween, but you've put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you're a believer. You're a Christian. We're not saying that by any means, that you're not a Christian if you celebrate Halloween. We need to kind of set off in that vein. Right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, A lot of people, especially my age, your age, and maybe older or younger than us, we remember a time that was much more innocent and a time when there wasn't information like we're going to give out today. It wasn't regularly talked about. There were very few people ever mentioning anything like it. And so we remember back to those times with kind of warm, fuzzy feeling. We have nostalgia about, you know, a costume we had or a time we went trick-or-treating or whatever it might be. And I don't want to lay a guilt trip on people, but I think people need better information to make better decisions with. And I've said that about our ministry all along for many years in a lot of different topics. We just bring along information to help people that they can make a more godly, biblical decision. That's why I appreciate kind of the uh, marker that you have for your ministry, too, and it fits together. Mm, Yeah. Well, and as I brought up right at the beginning here, you know, if your faith, your trust is in Jesus Christ, and you are a genuine born-again Christian, then that's the most important thing. And so I just kind of want to start there and say that if what I'm sharing here, which is the good news of the gospel, the fact that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the perfect, sinless Savior, uh, who came to earth, took your sin, took my sin upon himself, was crucified and killed, Uh, in a brutal manner, on a cross, taking our sin upon himself. And then he rose from the dead, victorious over sin and the power of death. And he grants forgiveness of sins and eternal life to all who believe, all who put their faith in him. If this brief, very brief description of the gospel is something that is new to you, you haven't heard it before, maybe you've never really understood it, I want to right off the bat here share my email address and invite you to contact me. We will connect and and go over this more. Maybe you want to just reach out and say, hey, I appreciate you sharing the gospel here on The Plum Line, and I'd love to hear from you. The Plum Line Radio at gmail.com is the address. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, The Plum Line Radio at gmail.com. So with, after we set the stage in the most important manner there with the gospel, Eric, let's go ahead and move into our discussion about our topic here. And I kind of wanted to start with the background here, the history, I guess, because even though, as you said, uh, in the olden days when you and I were children, I can remember that certainly there were a lot of you know celebration of witches and all sorts of things like that when I was growing up even. But when you look at the, the roots of Halloween, it has pagan and really very evil origins. Yeah, it really does. And by the way, I appreciate the introduction you gave to the gospel there, because I agree with every word you said and the order you said it in. It's very well spoken. And I think that needs to be said, because going to church or being a Christian isn't just about being a church member or a good person or not being as bad as the next bad guy out there. Uh, it's all about serving him, worshiping him. And the closer you get to him, the more these things, such as Halloween and some other practices, the more they stand out as things that we should reject. And that doesn't mean we, we stand on a street corner and beat our chest and claim how good we are. That isn't it at all. We're all sinners. We all fail. We all fail each day. 
But the point is, once you understand what this is all about, it's a holiday you don't want to get involved with. And we're going to explain why. But it's going to be your choice. You have to make those choices. We can't do it for you. Like I've, I've always said, I can't be your rock music policeman. I can't be your TV policeman. Uh, I can't be your gaming policeman. You've got to make decisions. But we lay out information so you can make that better decision. Yeah, amen. And we'll get into the origins in just a second here, but thank you for that point because I just wanted to really make it clear that really what we discuss in the plumb line and the reason that I established the show is because of this desire to have those who are Christians and truly, you know, believe in Jesus Christ grow in their discernment and in their understanding of what the Word of God says and its application to every single topic, issue that we deal with in this life. And so that's why, you know, that's why I say you can be a Christian and celebrate Halloween all you want. That doesn't mean that you're being discerning, though, I guess is the key here. And that's what we're going to point out as we go through uh, the broadcast. But now go ahead and share with us just how this Halloween holiday that so many celebrate originated. Well, there's some discussion and disagreement about exactly when October 31st became what it is, but it is the equinox, and so that, that may be one thing, and those who would mark those kind of things in ancient times, such as the Druids, they probably get the tip of the hat that they were the ones who began the practice of Halloween. But the Catholic Church, they put All Saints Day one day after Halloween to try to take the emphasis that the world had off that and somehow put it on something that they thought was important. So there's some origins through that as well. But All Hallows' Eve or All Hallows' Day, All Saints' Day, it's all that same weekend, October 31st through November 2nd. The whole idea of Christianizing practices bothers me. We've seen this in history as we read the account of what happened as Catholic missionaries went to uh, different places in the world, they began to try to Christianize all the pagan practices. So people that they had come to minister to felt comfortable continuing to do the same thing they've always done. I don't think we should ever feel comfortable doing something that is outside of the realm of what Scripture gives us the right to think about or do. And so let God change your heart. If you're out there and you think differently about Halloween, you have a nostalgic feeling, like I said, or it's just tradition, or you don't want your kids to feel, your grandkids to feel too weird about not celebrating it, I think there's uh, some good reasons not to celebrate it. October 31st represents a day of worship. It's called Samhain or Samhain. That's the way it's actually pronounced. And this is a Celtic New Year. Uh, history tells us that the Celtic people were worshippers of the earth gods, the woodland spirits, the sun deities. And the idea of things that we do at Halloween, such as trick-or-treating and costumes and jack-o'-lanterns and so on, all of this has to do with communicating with the spirits of the dead. Now, in the New Age movement and in the world of the occult, and this is something that goes back way before I was born, and I'm, I'm old, I'm 72, so it goes way back. But I can tell you this much, all of these things are built on the ideas of contacting the dead. The New Age movement would tell you that on that equinox, it's maybe the most fruitful day to contact those who have passed on. And that's part of the celebration of the day. You celebrate the people who died in the last year. That's part of it. Now, that sounds pretty, I guess, innocuous, but the idea of contacting the dead isn't. It's called necromancy. 
And we have a direct admonition in Scripture to stay away from it in Deuteronomy chapter 18. The whole idea of contacting the dead. Now, you say, but I went to a a seance once, and they contacted the spirit of somebody's uh, brother who had passed away. No, it it really wasn't the spirit of somebody's brother. It was a masquerading demonic spirit that knew everything about and had the inflections of and could even mimic the voice of somebody who had already passed away. Because if you've passed away, you're in one of two places. And uh, it's, it's pretty simple when you understand that. There's no communication back from the dead, even though we do have that one story in the Old Testament where someone who had passed away prayed that prophet would tell the living loved ones to avoid hell at all costs. Well, I think we ought to try to do that, but it doesn't take contacting the spirit of someone who's passed away to do so. Uh, Deuteronomy 18 is very, very clear, and everybody should go and read that. It's been a key scripture for a lot of the things I've done throughout time. My book, Entertaining Spirits Unaware, is one of those. We have nine forbidden practices there in Deuteronomy 18, and one of them is necromancy, or the attempted contact of the spirit realm. There's only one spirit in the spirit realm, Jay, that we should try to contact, and that is the Holy Spirit via Jesus Christ. Mm. And so we want to stay away from that, but that is a major marker as to what Halloween is all about. And you say, well, I don't do that, and I don't think that's it. You know, I just want to dress up that day, and my kids can go trick-or-treating, and we can just have a party. And, well, we can do a lot of things that day, but should we do other things that have to do with the traditions of that day as passed down by the Druid priests, who were maybe the most evil group of people during the time when they were thriving in the Middle Ages? And so do we want to follow their lead? That should be a good question we ask. Yeah, yep. And that's one of several that we're going to dig more deeply into. You brought up several things there that I and just kind of in my mind is racing right now to try to dig in a little bit more deeply into each one of these. So I'm going to try to take these one at a time. And we are going to delve into Deuteronomy chapter 18. Also want to mention to uh, King Saul uh, calling up Samuel, attempting to anyway. And so we'll we'll do that in a second. Well, let's go to the break now, and then when we return, we'll dig into all of these different things that are crossing my mind and maybe yours as well here on the Plum Line with my guest, Eric Barger. Website again is ericbarger.com. This is the Plum Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and you can reach me at this email address, the Plum Line Radio at gmail.com. Plum is P L U M B, the Plum Line Radio at gmail. One of the things I'd love to have you reach out to me about is support for this ministry because it is a listener-supported Christian radio ministry. It exists because of support from listeners like you. And so share an email with me and I can direct you how to support. Again, that address, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Support for the Plumline Radio Ministry is provided by Lori Hammer, functional nutritional therapy practitioner and neuronutrition expert. Lori specializes in brain balancing and hormone health. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, depression, brain injury, or hormone disruption, Lori is the practitioner for you. She sees a wide variety of clients throughout the world, virtually or in person. You can find more information about Lori at lorihammer.com. That's L-A-U-R-I-E hammer.com. If you're looking for a Bible college that, when you graduate, you will have little to no debt and receive the best Christian education, look no further. 
Whether you choose to go into ministry or come to simply learn the Word of God, Northeast Ohio Bible College is here. We offer classes at the college or online from the comfort and convenience of your home or use the classes for your Sunday morning or Wednesday night Bible studies. If Christian education is becoming to you, then you should be coming to us. Call today to schedule a class at 330-382-1151 or go to neobc.org. Thanks for joining me for The Plumb Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and I'm joined by Eric Barger today as we discuss Halloween from a biblical worldview. Don't forget, if you want to share your thoughts, comments, questions about the broadcast, you can reach out to me at this email, theplumblineradio at gmail.com. One of the first things that you mentioned or said that I wanted to follow up on was about taking a pagan, or in this case, you know, a very evil practice or something that was established to honor basically the the Day of the Dead celebration is what sometimes is called, and Christianizing it, I think, is the way you referred to it. And that got me thinking in my mind about what are your thoughts or feelings about the most typical practice nowadays is trunk or treat that we hear about, uh, churches that have the kids come to the church and get candy from out of the car trunks and things. It's called trunk or treat, or even, you know, just the harvest parties and things like that that churches do kind of in conjunction with Halloween, but certainly, obviously not for the similar purpose as Halloween. But just share a little bit about thoughts on those things. Something I'm asked about a lot, actually. I would just say that depending on what trappings are added by a church, I don't see any reason that we shouldn't have something to draw the attention away from what the world does or thinks about on Halloween night. Now, I'm going to say this. It is the day when most people who are honest about witchcraft and what they do in witchcraft and what they do in these kind of settings will tell you that that's the day they contact the dead uh, the greatest. The veil between the spirit realm and the natural world seems to be thinner that day. At least that's what is said. And some of the things that happen on Halloween night, the sacrifices that go on, be they just sacrifices of food or even animals or even humans. One thing we should do on that night, if we're going to get together, no matter what other things we bring into the mix, we ought to be praying that night against the forces of darkness, because that is the night when the most evil, I'm talking about occult-type evil, takes place each year. We could look at this and document that that is the case. But the whole thing is, if we're going to get together, Christians ought to pray. And we ought to also recognize that Satan would love us to do the things that God's Word says not to do, be it Old Testament or New. We should follow what God's Word says, not to be legalistic and not to be sticklers, but to follow it because we love Him and we recognize that He is the only one that we're to communicate with in the spirit realm not dead loved ones, and so on. Mm. I'm not sure if I nailed your question there, Jay. Mm-hmm. I pontificated a little too long, but, <laughs> you know, it's it's something that we need to understand. As far as a Halloween party, my wife, Melanie, got saved before I did. She became a Christian before I did, and we'd both been involved in some pretty heavy stuff. I'd been a New Ager, and she had been studying witchcraft and had a number of witchcraft books when we got married. But she got saved at a Christian marriage counselor that was instrumental in helping me to get straightened out. And she got saved a couple of years before me and started attending church just around the corner from our house where we lived in South Seattle. When I began to really explore the things that I knew were right, I knew I I should make Jesus Lord in my life. I understood all that. I'd heard that since I was a little kid, but I finally did it. 
my life was kind of falling apart and I surrendered to him. And so we kept going to this little church around the corner from our house. And let me preface it by saying, I don't think you could have paid cash to anybody to explain to you the plan of salvation in that church. And that was a sad scenario. It was a very liberal church. And we loved the people. Several of them were, uh, I was very endeared to them. The pastor was a really good fellow. But it, it, it was more of a social club than anything. And I could name the denomination, but if you were listening, you probably know there are some denominations where the gospel is a very secondary event, if that at all. Well, we decided we would go to the Halloween party that the church was putting on just to see about it, just to, as our show of support to the people, not to the party. And I think what did it for me, the final straw in us staying in that church setting was the pastor's wife came dressed as a witch, dressed in black. Wow. That did it for me. I just couldn't handle it any longer. It wasn't long before, and I'm thankful the way God did it. He took us out of there, and I became a youth pastor in another church, and that's why we left. So we didn't leave stomping our feet and getting mad and, you know, yelling and screaming or writing letters or whatever it might be, however you might react. Uh, It wasn't that. We were able to leave gracefully, but that was it for me because from that night on, I just couldn't look at her and not remember that that was the image that she wanted to put across that night. And she had no idea, I feel sure, had no idea. And at that time, I really didn't understand. I just knew that Halloween was something to stay away from, but I couldn't give you or enumerate all the reasons. But that was it for me. So it depends on what you do with those parties. And that's a long way to say it. You need to choose based on what the scripture says, not on what anybody's tradition or habits say. Yeah. You know, and just briefly, I want to take that a little bit farther because honestly, there may be some people tuning in who are sitting in churches where, you know, that exact thing has happened and maybe, maybe worse even if that's possible. But I'm just thinking about how many churches, many of these, you know, mainline liberal uh, denominations in particular where we are seeing, I see this all the time on YouTube, you know, the rainbow flags are up all over the church and they invite a, a transgender speaker or, you know, somebody to speak about gay rights or whatever it is, or maybe the pastor himself or herself is a lesbian or homosexual. And so it's, yeah, it's just, you know, if you're in that type of church, it is time to wise up and wake up, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I and I agree. Let me just uh, add my amen to that, that If those kind of things are being honored in a church, chances are the Word of God isn't being honored. Part of it is being ignored. If you are in a church where all that's happening, it's probably because some of the Scripture is not being honored the way it should. And the Scripture is the Scripture. It is God's Word to us from cover to cover. And we should be people who decide that we're going to follow what the Scripture says, not what the ways of man say. And that's just one of the ways that Satan loves to destroy not only people, but destroy the church in general. He hates the church. He hates Christians. I've gotten used to that a long time ago. And uh, it's not like I just take it for granted or go, oh, well, nothing I can do about it. I think we're supposed to fight evil and expose evil whenever and wherever we see it. And that doesn't mean you start a protest outside the church with signs and anger and vitriol. What you do is you fight it with the Word of God and let the Word of God stand. That's the whole thing. When you point these things out to people who are in liberal church settings or maybe have no church background, they don't want to hear it. I understand that. I get that. 
But God's word is going to last forever. And it's where I want to come down on every topic when possible. Yeah, exactly. That is where the power is found. There's no power or compulsion that we can bring about by our own forcefulness or anything like that. But uh, the Word of God brings about conviction because the Spirit of God uses it, and that's what we need to focus on. So, Eric, as we talk about, you know, what churches can do or participate in and what individuals can participate in, you have a great resource to help those parents in particular who maybe are going to have children coming to their houses doing trick-or-treating here on Halloween. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it came up because we needed a resource, and we we printed thousands of these, and we really don't know how many others have been printed because we give it away free. So here's something for people to get. It'll give you information. It's easy to read. It's short. But it's also something you might want to print and give to people when they show up at your door trick-or-treating. It's called Halloween. This trick is no treat. And I've got a picture of it on our website, on our homepage at ericbarger.com. You'll see it as you scroll down on the left side of the homepage. Just click on it. You'll be able to go to a, a place where you can actually download this little booklet to read on a computer or a phone or a tablet, and also another link where you can actually print a little booklet, and it's set up to be uh, in the format where you can print it. So Mm. again, it's Halloween, this trick is no treat, and we invite you to go in and print as many as you want. All right, great. EricBarger.com again is the website. I'm going to have to wrap up this first edition here already, and we'll continue with another edition of the show where we'll have to cover a lot of ground here because we hardly scratch the surface on a number of things that I want to <laughs> talk about. every here. time we get together. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap up this edition, and on the next one, we'll get into oh, some of the symbols of Halloween and how, from a biblical perspective, we ought to view those, and we'll talk about those verses from Deuteronomy chapter 18 as well with my guest, Eric Barger. So, Uh, Join me for the next edition, and I want to mention, too, that if you maybe have just tuned in and you realized you missed this one or any other past edition of The Plumb Line, you can find those at places where you go for podcasts. After they air on the radio, I put them up as a podcast on places like Spotify. Just put in The Plumb Line with Jay Rudolph, and you will find the broadcast there. And I also want to say thanks to the business supporters of this ministry. They make it possible for the show to air in your area. So I would appreciate it if you would consider supporting uh, those businesses, reaching out to them and saying, hey, thanks for sponsoring The Plumb Line. Join me next time. We'll continue my discussion with Eric Barger. We'll see you next time on The Plumb Line. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.